Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to, I don't know why I'm doing this voice, another episode of the Women Who Prosper podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah. I sound like an idiot when I use that, but you know what? It makes me feel fancy. <laughs> anyway, I am so excited to be here. I just feel really, really fired up. It is a really miserable, misty day here in Portugal. I can feel the weather is turning. I've got my cozies on, my mad hippie trousers. I'm loving it. And I just feel really fired up to hop on. I'm not even hopping on. I'm not hopping on, Sarah. But just to record this podcast episode for you because I'm going to be talking to you about how changing your language will change your life. And seriously, when I learned this and when I really started to implement this and integrate it in my life, life just feels a lot better. Um, it has been such an amazing week. So I filled up my way of the Priestess Leadership Program. This is really exciting. I brought in some amazing women into this program, yoga teachers, doulas, spiritual podcasters, and we kick off next week and it's just going to be so potent, three-month journey. I'm anticipating that I will, I mean, let's see how it goes, but I'm anticipating that I will relaunch and open the doors again in January. So if you know in your heart that you are here for a purpose and you're here to give birth to something bigger than you and that you're here to help people to change their lives and you're also a little bit scared and you probably think I don't know if I can do that I don't know what I have to offer why don't you send me a message on Instagram we can talk about it um, and I can put you on the wait list and I've also been having some downloads about how I can serve you guys further and I've been feeling into 
creating a retreat here in Portugal. I think that for sure online experiences, as long as the leader is experienced in holding space, can be very transformative. But really in-person experiences can be another level. And of course, I live in like the most beautiful place on the planet. Um, so I'm feeling into organizing a retreat here next year. And I would love to invite you guys. So really keep your eyes peeled on Instagram or if you're not on my email list already, then sign up for my email list. Um, you can click the link in the show notes. Um, and I'm also thinking like, okay, so that's next year. What can I do this year that can really help you guys? And I'm really feeling into potentially offering another Limitless Living five-day transformative experience. Um, the last time we did it, it was so fun. There were so many of you that joined. It was so potent. And actually, even a few of you came and joined me in Limitless, the Academy, which of course is even more potent. Um, so yeah, I'm at the moment, the way I work is I just really want to go with what feels good. And I really want to follow, I want to lead by example and really follow my intuition. I know that these things are bubbling underneath the surface. There will come a moment when it feels like the right time to act. Um, and speaking of Limitless, the Academy, I've started adding full moon circles or new moon circles into the program. We did one last Sunday and it was off the hook. It was so potent. So the full moon was in Aries and with Aries, this kind of energy, it's all really about um, becoming more and more yourself and the kind of um, stepping into the courage in order to do that. So it was a really potent experience. And I'm just doing the work I'm meant to be doing in the world. And it's just incredible and yeah, amazing. So I just wanted to share with you guys all what's going on in my life. I want you guys to feel like I'm not just a face on Instagram, but that, you know, maybe I'm a friend and a mentor in your ear. And you also know that, uh, yeah, you see all the other dimensions to me as well. And in today's episode, I want to really help you change your life. I want to share with you how changing your language can change your life. And, you know, specifically the words, the sentences and phrases that you really need to explore dropping from your speech in order to allow yourself to live limitlessly. Because you guys know that that's what I'm all about. Like, really, I'm here speaking into this microphone right now because all I want is for you to move beyond fear and to get out of that cage that you find yourself in, whether it's society's cage and all that conditioning or it's a cage that you yourself have placed yourself in through your belief systems to step out of it and thrive and just really fully experience life. And changing your language can really go a long way to helping you guys do that. So before we begin, this episode is sponsored by my free Theta Meditation Limitless Living. I know that so many of you guys have downloaded this. I recently had a DM on Instagram from a wonderful soul called Anke and she messaged me and she said that she's been using this daily and it's really helped her to 
feel a lot more supported and it's helped her to even start to dissolve a lot of the anxiety that she has been feeling and it's just incredible to to hear that something that I've created and put out into the world for free is still transforming people's lives so if you haven't already downloaded it you can go to www.moonmagicmiracles.com forward slash limitless living and the link is in the show notes and then you'll be on my email list and I email you guys I don't know maybe once every couple of weeks with some inspiration or anything that's going on Um, I'm pretty lax about things I just do things as I feel but you know it seems to be working anyway change your language and you change your life. So what do I mean by this? Well, words are generative. So this means that every single word that you say, it produces an image in your mind. One of the rules of the mind is that what it expects to happen, so the images that you hold in your mind, will actually shape your reality. And this is because your your clever brain is always moving you towards what it thinks you want. So our brains filter things. We don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And language is, you know, internal language and external language in particular is very indicative of our inner worlds, but it also shapes our external reality. So powerful language creates really powerful internal imagery and this in turn actually generates heightened emotional states which in turn will affect your actions and your behaviors so really language is at the root of creating shifts this is why if i work with clients who are entrepreneurs i tell them to really let go of any language like I'm killing it, I'm crushing it, I'm slaying it. Like, what does that even mean? Actually, if you think about it, with words being generative, slaying, crushing, killing, these are such violent words. So they create that internal imagery and create that heightened emotional state, which is stressful because if you are experiencing crushing or killing or slaying, like that's not good your nervous system responds to that stress accumulates and um, we all know that if we're stressed then our ability to be intuitive or creative just is you know not happening so powerful language creates powerful internal imagery so in order to shape our realities, to fit that which we actually desire, that higher vision that we have for ourselves of peace, of love, of joy, of connection, of abundance, then we really need to be changing the words that we speak. The words that we speak not only give images to our brain, but they are also a vibration, they are energy. So particularly whatever you speak out into the world, has a potent creative force. So whatever you're saying out into the world, imagine that you're actually giving birth to it. It's why in yoga, if you guys practice yoga, the the sound om is the sound of the um, of creation. It's the vibration of creation in the universe. It's potent. It's energy. I remember when I did my yoga teacher training many many years ago. Now um, we did this thing where it was called a sea of ohms. And each of us was 
I don't know if you say oming or oming, each of us was uh, chanting, shall we say, at our own space, at our own pace. And it just sounded like this sea of vibration. It was truly incredible. And it was in that moment when I was like, wow, yeah, actually, do you know what? Our vocal cords and our voices creates shifts. It ripples out. So powerful language can create powerful results. So you want to be thinking about like, well, how do I use language in my life? You know, an example of a strong phrase that has a negative impact upon our behavior includes phrases like, I'm terrified, I'd die, I'm drowning, it's a complete nightmare, it's terrible, I am so angry, I'm shitting myself. I know I've definitely said that a lot in my life. I think you get the point. This is really strong, strong language that creates strong imagery in our minds and is also, it's a a vibration out into the world. It's not very sacred, is it? So, of course, we want to honor how we're feeling in that moment. You know, there's a lot of spiritual bypassing out there. So if you are feeling scared, and you're feeling that sense of like, I'm feeling really uncomfortable and I'm feeling scared, then, you know, don't do not do the whole Pollyanna thing of like, I feel great and everything's good because actually that's spiritual bypassing and you're not actually allowing yourself to feel the emotion and acknowledge how you feel. Every single emotional, uh, every single emotion is telling you something. However, you can still use more neutral phrases to acknowledge your feelings instead. So it is really um, important. I can't get my words out. What's going on, guys? It's really important to acknowledge your feelings. But you can change the, the words to have more of a neutral energy behind them. So rather than I'm absolutely terrified, you know, you could say this feels uncomfortable for me or, you know, I'm going to fail, I'm scared I'm going to fail, is this really does feel like a challenge to me. Or I'm so angry becomes I'm feeling annoyed. Or I'm shitting myself, I love this phrase because I know that I've said this quite a lot, is it's an opportunity to learn. You are giving a direct message to your subconscious mind that everything is okay and that it's all fine, you know? So by modifying your language repeatedly, you will notice that you'll be able to respond very differently in situations and circumstances. You'll be able to respond more effectively, and this will change the course of your life. Another thing that you want to focus on as well is to So imagining that strong phrases, just as they can have a negative impact, they can also have a positive impact upon our behavior. So that's why affirmations, when they're felt, when they're said and felt with feeling can be very, very powerful. So, you know, I am safe. I am loved. You can say this to yourself again and again, but you want to make sure that you're anchoring into the feelings. So it's not just I am safe, but how does safety feel in your body? But one way to use your language to really send even more of a powerful signal to your subconscious mind is to use adjectives. So using, saying things like, I am truly 
safe. I am really safe. I am totally loved. You know, this is, is it an adjective? I've just had a thought. Maybe it's not an adjective, but I think you guys know um, what I'm talking about. Ooh, I'm showing that, you know, it's been a while since I did GCSE English. If you guys in the UK, you know what that is. It's the age of like 15, 16, um, when I was far too interested in boys. Anyway, <laughs> I probably would have known what an adjective was if I had been paying attention. But I think you get what I mean. It's, you know, use prefixing those um, words, saying I truly, I really, it creates strong imagery. So you can create, you can use um, strong phrases to have a positive impact upon your mental state as well. And I, I want to go through a few phrases as well that I used to say regularly and I used to hear regularly that are very, very disempowering. So this is just a slight tangent, but really the same, the same topic about how we use our language. And I, I used to say this so often, I can't afford it. And I used to say it just in passing, you know, oh, I'd love to do that, but I can't afford it. I would say it like it would roll out of me without me even thinking about it. And of course, it was a reflection of my internal state, not necessarily my bank account. How many times have you said, I can't afford something, but actually the money was sat in your account? It's just that you thought unconsciously that that money needs to stay there because it makes you feel safe or whatever and I'm going into a completely different tangent now like talking about money I love talking about it because it really it limits us so much when we have an unhealthy relationship to it but yeah this phrase I can't afford it you know what it's doing is it's reinforcing that money or not even money but the illusion of money because if you guys have listened to previous episodes you know that like money doesn't even really exist it's just a number um and you're probably like yeah sure sarah um i but you know it buys me food and rent okay we can talk about that another time but when you say i can't afford it you're reinforcing that money is in charge of your decisions not you so it's totally totally disempowering and I want to slow down here to really labor this point when you use the phrase I can't afford it you are disin you are disempowering yourself because your decisions are made by money not you so instead if you want to do something but you don't have the funds right now to do it you can say, I'm choosing not to. Oh, how much more empowering is that? I am choosing not to right now. That sends a signal to your subconscious that is like, okay, well, that still could be available. When we say I can't afford it, not available shuts down and we don't look for the opportunities that are around us to allow ourselves to do what we want to do. When we say I'm choosing not to right now, we don't shut ourselves off. Not only are we feeding our subconscious, but we are telling the universe that we're still open to whatever it is that we want. So that's really important. And then another phrase that I hear a lot from you guys, not calling anyone out, but I'm just saying I hear it a lot and I've said it myself. 
I'll wait till I feel ready or I'll wait till it feels right. Now, really watch out for this one because it is sneaky. In life, with any decision that you make and the decisions that you make really create your whole experience of life and they shape the trajectory of your life. So really in life, when it comes to decisions, it's either a yes or a no. Really that simple. It's a yes or a no. It's not a maybe. Maybes drain us. Maybes, they just keep us in limbo. You know, do you want a guy or a girl saying to you, maybe I'll date you? Uh, no, of course you don't want that. It's either like, uh, are you a yes or a no? Because I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I think something happens when you hit your 30s when you're a bit more like that. When I was in my 20s, I was a bit more like, please like me, but this is for another podcast. So watch out for this. I'll wait until I feel ready or it feels like, uh, or it feels right. Because sometimes we can bullshit ourselves that, um, we have to wait to feel ready. When we feel ready, then we do the thing. And I say this time and time again, you are never going to feel ready. I don't feel ready half of the time. In fact, now how I live my life is like, I'm really not ready. I'm just going to go and do things as it feels good. And we'll see what happens. Seems to be working out pretty well. Um, you're never going to feel ready. Um, so you want to do it before you feel ready because you'll only feel ready after you've done the thing. But also, you know, I'll wait until it feels right. Oh, this is such sneaky, sneaky ego here because, you know, sometimes we bullshit ourselves that something's out of alignment. And we say, well, I think it's my intuition, but it's actually just fear calling the shots. You know, oh, I'm intuitively feeling that it's not right for me right now. You know, even though half an hour ago we had said we wanted it, that is fear because hello, first of all, there's expansion. That's always the felt sense to go for something and then fear kicks in. So watch that language. I'll wait until I feel ready or I'll wait until it feels right. It's either a yes or a no, darling. And if you're a yes, take the first step, whatever it is. And I promise you, it'll all unfold for you. Actually, um, a woman who listens to the podcast, um, we met in Chagao when I was teaching yoga in the Philippines. Um, she came to one of my classes and we kept in touch ever since. And she said she listened to my podcast episode, How to Move Beyond Fear. Um, you guys can check that out if you haven't listened to it already. And it sparked within her to make that decision to go and do her yoga teacher training in Nepal and she's I think she's still there now and she sent me a message on Instagram and she was like wow that's changed my life she was already a yes and she'd been on the fence for years about it she already knew she wanted to do it but I'll wait until I feel ready was the language that was going around her brain again and again and again it was just fear so let's celebrate her and some other phrases and things that um, you might find yourself saying that are really indicative of what's going on in your internal world. And I think particularly, I know most of the audience listening to this are women, particularly as women, 
Um, we tend to have language patterns that really reflect um, our role in society, should we say? Um, so one thing that you might find yourself saying a lot, and I've been called out on this by my really good friend, Farah, does that make sense? It's like looking for that external validation. It's really indicative that you don't trust yourself. And, you know, Farah's called me out on that. It was just a bad, bad habit because the thing is, I really do trust myself, but it was some kind of remnant of some old conditioning that needs to just be knocked on the head. And of course, by changing my language and not saying that anymore, and please call me out. If I say that on the podcast, call me out. Um, by not saying that anymore, I'm reinforcing this idea that I trust myself. Because you know what? If what you're saying does not make sense, then the person listening should let you know. That's on them. If they don't understand, like, they should let you know and then you can clarify. But I think it stems from this fear of... Um, you know, it still feels strange for many of us to have our voices be heard. It's, it's still weird. If you think of it like in terms of our DNA, in terms of ancestry, for women to have their, their voices heard, it's only really now that, that that's happening. And even then, women are still being silenced or ridiculed for their opinions. So, of course, the whole does that make sense thing makes sense. <laughs> but um, stop it. Get rid of it. If you, if you don't make sense, someone will let you know. And if they don't, that's on them. And then another thing that we tend to do is um, prefixing things, with our opinions with things like, oh, I'm sorry to bother you, but, or this might be completely wrong, but I'm sure so many of you are nodding your heads like, oh, yes, I say that a lot. You know, again, when we're prefixing stuff, you know, with sorry to bother you, or this might be wrong, we are giving away our power. We're not rooted in what we're saying. It's like we're trying to um, soften the possibility of rejection. That's all we're trying to do. It's so much more empowering, though, to just say your opinion and just say, look, I think this. And then someone's going to give you feedback. So you want to stay rooted in your power. So get rid of the apologizing, sorry to bother you, or the this might be wrong, or this is probably completely bonkers or crackers, but, and just say what you want to say. Oh, how liberating is that when you can just say what you want to say without apology? And yeah, there are going to be times when you feel embarrassed, but you'll get over it. Like I, I get embarrassed. Well, not so much anymore. Um, there'll be a sting and then I move on. Actually, I did something really, really silly the other day. I was cycling along and I was literally like a meter away from a guy about to cross the road and I thought I knew him I thought he was a good friend of mine Eve so I went hey right in his face it was not him I had the sting of embarrassment for about 15 seconds usually I'm a five second kind of girl that sounds wrong um but yeah anyway I don't know why I'm sharing that with you guys but there you go insight into my life and speaking of insights I want to know what your biggest insight has been from this episode. What language are you now committing to changing in your own life? Um, yeah, what has this episode called you up on? I'd love, 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 love to know. Um, so you can always send me a DM on Instagram or you can even email me. All the details are in the show notes. And you know what? 
If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot, share it on your social media, tag me. It really helps more women to hear this wisdom and it may even change someone's life. And of course, if you really love this and you want me to keep doing these episodes, then please leave me a five-star review and let me know what you love about this podcast. And if you have anyone in mind that I can bring on to the podcast and heart riff with, maybe it's even you, then send me a message and let me know. It's such a pleasure to support you guys and serve you guys in this way. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you over on the gram. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise Priestess podcast. If this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website, the link is in the show notes, to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.